Over three weeks after the murder of Marilyn Shepard, Dr. Sam Shepard is arrested. The story sweeps across America of the handsome young doctor charged for a murder he claims an unknown man committed. The press descends on Cleveland. They smell a story when it's discovered that Sam was cheating on Marilyn. When the element of sex was injected into this case and electrified the TV news and the print reporters, um, it was your classic love triangle. Suddenly this was much more juicy than your straightforward homicide. This is the old courthouse jail police complex. When Shepard was brought down, people came from miles around, standing on these uh, fences over here, peering in windows, trying to get, catch a glimpse of this new celebrity. I mean, this case was amazing. It was the first example of where TV journalism created a media frenzy, the new birth of TV news, and it became uh, almost a spectacle, a parade. This parade will have a major effect on the trial's outcome. The prosecution contends that Dr. Shepard had motive to murder his wife. We have the picture painted that, of course, Marilyn Shepard and Dr. Sam Shepard lived a perfect, compatible life while they were together. Now, this becomes very important in this case. Was that life so happy? Were these relations so compatible all of the time? Was there ever any thought of divorce between these persons? How did Sam Shepard treat his wife? Did he love her? Did he not love her? The prosecution drives home its case, casting Shepard as a cold-hearted killer. The friendly dinner Sam described in his statement to police was not so friendly after all. Marilyn was smoking, something that enraged Sam. He drank heavily, which is why he fell asleep on the couch. He awakens just before dawn. He goes upstairs and tries to have sex with Marilyn. Overcome by rage, he bludgeons her to death. The prosecution contends that the murder weapon was some kind of surgical instrument. Shepard goes to the lake and removes evidence of Marilyn's blood. He ransacks his house to make it look like a burglary. As for Sam's injuries, the prosecution contends they were partly self-inflicted and partly from the struggle with Marilyn. To the jury, it's beginning to look like Sam Shepard did it. But what happened next? 
What happened to your t-shirt? How come your dog didn't bark? And so time and time again, it was, I don't know. I have no information. I don't know. And so when you count up all the I don't knows and the knows and the negative responses, it's over 150. And so the impression was he had something to hide. He doesn't know. He's fuzzy on the details. Then the prosecution produces a witness named Susan Hayes. She proves Shepard is a liar. Here's the motive for murder. And where did you remain that night? At the Miller. And where did Dr. Sam spend the night? At the Miller's. Did you have intimate relations? Were there other women in your life? No. Yes. During the time that you knew and associated with Dr. Shepard, was the subject of divorce ever mentioned? Well, he said that he loved his wife very much. But not as a wife. And that he was thinking about getting a divorce. Suddenly he was looking not only like a liar, but a philanderer. And at least in the minds of 1950s suburban America, it wasn't such a giant step from that to possibly killer of your spouse. So, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, they were having these sexual relations in the car and elsewhere. How much respect did Sam Shepard have for his wife while he was doing that? If the defendant is a person who would lie under oath to protect the name of a lady, which he has admitted, how many more lies would he tell to protect his own skin? I knew Marilyn Shepard not, but from the evidence in this case, every indication is that she was a fine and beautiful woman and deserved not the fate that she received at the hands of Sam Shepard on the morning of July the 4th. The Shepard trial comes to an end in December 1954. After five days of deliberation, the judge delivers the jury's verdict to the media mob. We, the jury in this case, being duly impaneled and sworn, do find the defendant, Sammy Shepard, not guilty of murder in the first degree, but guilty of murder in the second degree, James C. Bird Foreman. Murder in the second degree means Sam Shepard will not go to the electric chair. Dorothy Kilgallen, a journalist from New York, says the media circus poisoned the trial process. I was aghast at the verdict. It may have been a correct verdict, but it was a verdict wrongly arrived at and therefore frightening. Dr. Shepard may indeed have bludgeoned his wife to death on the morning of July 4th, but the prosecutors for the state of Ohio did not prove he was guilty any more than they proved they were pinheaded men on Mars. Sam Shepard gets a life sentence for the murder of his wife. It seems the case is closed. It seems the case is closed. Yeah, sure. Well, Sam Shepard had it for prison for the rest of his life. Sure seems like the case is closed. But to this day, the case is still not closed. But let me digress for a few moments. You see a woman in a red dress taking notes in court and making a statement. She's supposed to be Dorothy Kilgallen, 
a celebrity journalist. She's serving no official capacity at the trial, merely looking for self-promotion at the high-visibility murder trial. There was a popular TV show back then called What's My Line? It ran on Sunday nights from 1950 to 1967. And I watched it with my parents every Sunday night. Four panelists tried to guess contestants' occupations by asking yes or no questions. Dorothy Kilgallen was a regular in 736 episodes. Now, when I started watching the show, I was too young to understand the meaning of the phrase pompous ass. But that's exactly what she was. Like when she just stated, the state of Ohio did not prove he was guilty any more than they proved there were pin-headed men on Mars. A pompous ass always seeking attention. Now, back on point. Let's go over the timeline of the murder case. Someone murders Marilyn Shepard during the early morning hours of July 4, 1954. Sam Shepard blames it on the white, biped, male, bushy-haired intruder. But the crime scene looks staged, and Sam Shepard's alibi is full of holes and non-answers. The press, the prosecutors, and the judge are sure Sam Shepard murdered his wife. Police officers arrest Sam 26 days later at 10.35 p.m. on July 30. The trial begins better than two months later on October 18. The trial takes two months to play out and the jury finds Sam guilty of murder in the second degree on December 21st. But Sam Shepard tells the judge, I'd like to say, sir, I am not guilty. So, that's better than five months from start to finish. But this is far from the finish. There's a lot more to come. We'll get into it next time. Just a quick plug for Born to be Wild before I sign off. A true story. A classic outlaw biker saga. Published by Warner Books 30 years ago. And still selling. Thanks for stopping in. Until next time. See you. And that's a wrap.